Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 48 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. As always, I am your host, Danielle Collinsworth. One part of TCY is nutrition. And one thing that I have realized as a coach and just chatting about throughout the internet is that a lot of humans struggle with getting in enough protein. I most definitely used to struggle with this, and for the longest time, I had no idea. So today, we are going to go over seven ways to hit your protein goal. If you haven't already, go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee, and let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat, fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. All right, guys, before I dive into some nutrition tips, I want to take a moment to talk about today's sponsor, which is yours truly. If you follow along on Instagram, you then saw that I had a Labor Day sale that just ended, but I am extending it for you guys. So if you use the code TCY, all capitals, 921, you will save 21% off of nutrition coaching with yours truly. So if you find any value in today's episode and if you're like, damn, I really want to learn more, I need to figure out what my protein number should be. Or maybe you are just looking for somebody to hold you accountable. I am 100% your girl. I would love to work with you. Peep the show notes and again, use the code, all caps, T-C-Y-9-2-1. Okay, now we're going to shift gears, still obviously talking about nutrition, but now we're going to talk about seven ways to hit your protein goal. Number one is to start your day with a serving. Having 20 grams in your first meal can help you make a dent in your total protein intake. Think of it this way. If you start your day off with a nice, good, strong bang, then it's going to just help you throughout the day, right? Some ways to get in more protein with your breakfast can be maybe having your protein smoothie then or uh, getting in some egg whites, some uh, lean meat sources like turkey bacon or turkey sausage, chicken sausage. I even use regular deli sliced turkey for my go-to wrap in the morning. So I use a whole wheat wrap. I believe the brand is called Angelics or Angelica, something like that. But um, uh, it has five grams of protein in the wrap itself. I then put on a tiny bit of hummus, normally something that's around 10 grams of hummus on my wrap. Uh, Egg whites, normally about two servings worth. I normally put roughly one serving of turkey slices and some either spinach, kale, and sriracha. That is it, and it is amazing. So again, tip number one is to get uh, some protein in within your first meal. Start nice and early. Number two is to eat your protein with every snack. So basically, let's start with a good mindset, and then let's continue that on throughout the day. 
if you skip protein in a meal or a snack, you will have to make it up later on. Think of it like saving money. If you skip the transfer to your savings account one week, you will then have to make up that addition to the account later on in order to meet your goal within X timeline. Unfortunately, the money just won't magically appear there, right? You have to figure out a way to get it in there. Your protein for the day would work the same exact way. It is unfortunately not just magically going to show up. You have to get creative as to how you're going to get it in if you skip it within a meal or a snack. So a great rule of thumb is try to add in protein to every meal or snack. Some ways that I do this with my snacks is if I'm looking to get some fruit, I might add in some low-fat cottage cheese. Um, I will normally do something that's about, I guess I would say, 80 to 100% of a serving of the cottage cheese. I then will add in a ton of fruit, normally something like strawberries, blueberries, pineapple, something like that. And then I will sometimes even top it off with cinnamon, maybe granola if I'm feeling extra hungry. Um, super easy way for me to then get in a little bit, pro- a little bit of protein, where before I might have been looking at just consuming the strawberries. Now, I know that that can be kind of like a, a downer, if you will. You might be like, "Well, I just want to eat the strawberries." That is also fine. I'm simply here to give you some ideas. I can tell you for me personally, I sometimes will have two snacks and maybe it's strawberries both times, but the first one I have with some cottage cheese and the second one I have just a bowl of strawberries. Both are totally cool. All right. It's just an idea. So again, number two is to try and eat it with every meal or snack. Number three is to prep your protein. Now, please take that with a grain of salt. If anything, I'm going to encourage you to set a time domain on how long you are prepping food. Because if you're like me, I absolutely cannot stand prepping meals into like a bunch of different containers so that the meal looks like almost the same in each container. Like I I hate that. Even if the meal isn't the same, like let's say the veggie is different in each one, um, uh, you have different dressing, whatever it may be. I still just hate the idea. I like putting it together. It's definitely what I have figured to be a mental trigger for me. I might eat the same thing for lunch five days in a row, but if I get to pick how I combine it, I might want more veggies today. Maybe I want more tortilla chips today. I like being able to have that control, right? However, you're busy as fuck. I know you are. So taking time to prep your protein can be beneficial. I would recommend doing something like a 30-minute time cap to prep one to two proteins. Two examples that will really help you is to prep some egg whites and then one meat source. So prepping egg whites, do that literally takes you, I would say, five minutes at, at most. Like you're moving slow. Your uh, burner is very, very, very low if it takes you five minutes to prep egg whites because it is oh so easy. A lot of times get people ask me if I buy them in the carton, 100%. I personally find it to be the easiest way 
Matt is really good at like cracking an egg and then pouring in just the white or just the yolk. Uh, not me. I, I fail miserably. I also love eggs with yolk, so I will normally then just eat it. But um, if I'm looking to get a solid egg white source, so a solid protein source, um, it, using a carton is my go-to. Again, that prep time is going to be oh so quick. You can just put a big old batch of it into a container and then you scoop it out for each time that you need it, right? Another one would be a meat source. So let's say you bought a thing of chicken. You make the chicken all on one night, the entire pack, even though it's going to serve just you or maybe two people. Maybe you have a family of six, so you make two to three uh, packages of chicken that night. That will then simply allow you to have some leftovers. I would recommend making the chicken by itself. This way you can easily put it into something different. Uh, Matt and I last night both had chicken with Brussels sprouts and cauliflower for dinner. And today we both used chicken for lunch. He ate it like a toddler, meaning just like eating the chicken like it's a chi- like it's a chicken finger, and I mixed it into a salad. But we were both able to easily get a protein source for lunch. Let's continue to talk about convenience as we move into number four. And number four is convenient options because they are dope. <laughs> so some ideas here would be pre-cooked meats. So think of a deli meat maybe a rotisserie chicken, something where you don't have to prep the protein. It's already prepped for you. Now, I know deli meats can get a little tricky. Some of them might be really high in fat. Others might be really high in sodium. So take a little wander throughout there, but uh, it is a very easy and good way to get in protein. I literally buy uh, the from the deli at Wegmans, They have a section and I just always go for the most expensive package because I don't care what the weight is. I'm like, I just, I know this will then be, uh, means I have a lot in there and I probably buy like six of them. You would think that I'm feeding a bunch of football players and I'm feeding my lovely little self and Matthew Talley. So there's that. (laughs) Another idea would be cans or packets of fish like tuna and even protein bars. Uh, These are just three examples, but there are several ways where you can get protein in via a convenient source. Now, notice that I didn't include a meal service plan. Nothing against them, but a lot of times they will include things that you might not need. They then force you to eat X amount of fat and carbs rather than having much control over what you are consuming. So think of it like what I was talking about earlier, how I said that I personally don't like meal prepping where I have, let's say, seven to 10 different meals in these tiny little black containers because I like to be able to control it. So let's say that for today, you ate a lot of protein earlier and you're like, man, I don't really need that much, but my carbs are so low. If you're then utilizing something like a meal service plan for dinner, you don't have that much control there. It is already mixed together and you have X amount of protein, carbs, fat based on what items you picked. Now, let's again relate to this area of concern to money. Relating back to food, 
Let's say that you ate a ton of fat for the day. You then pull out your pre-made goodness from a meal plan service and you realize that there is a ton of fat in the meal. You're then kind of frustrated. You're getting mad at yourself and you don't know what to do because you feel like you are starting to fall off of your nutritional plan. Um, This can relate to the idea of spending money. Let's still keep it with food as you're at the grocery store. You have $100 in cash. You go to pay and they say it costs $122. And you're like, well, shit, I came in with just a $100 bill. We got to take some of this stuff off, right? Very similar concept. My best piece of advice here is the more you can control, the more options you will have. Let's say that in this pre-made meal from a meal plan service, it had chicken, a bunch of veggies, and it had a lot of avocados, it had some pine nuts, uh, it had um, oils as a dressing, and that is where all of the fat came. And it was a lot. It was like, let's say, three servings of each one of those items I just listed, the avocado, the nut, the oil. Now, if all of these things were in your fridge, let's say the chicken was all already made because you prepped that earlier in the week, and your veggies, maybe you're running, uh, you've been running around all day, you don't want to cook your veggies, but you have a frozen uh, bag of squash, so you pull that out. You know that you've consumed a lot of fat for the day, so you mix in a little bit more carbs instead because that's what you need. You add in just a little bit of avocado because that's a good balance for your nutritional goals for the day, right? You then have so much more control if it is not pre-made inside one little container, okay? Number five is to get creative. Relating back to getting it in with every meal, let's say that you have a donut for breakfast, That then means that you probably have less than five grams of protein in the food that you are eating. So then how the hell are you going to get protein in with your donut? If you challenge your creativity, we might then be able to add something like protein powder into your coffee. And please, please, please do not knock that until you try it. From a coffee lover, from a ex-barista, please take my little piece of advice here and uh, make a black coffee or buy a black coffee. You can go to Starbucks. That's cool. Uh, Get a, a, you can either do a cold brew. You can do a hot drip. You can do a iced or hot Americano, whatever it may be. Something that does not have anything in it. So you know that you are dealing just with the, Awesome coffee goodness and water, pretty much. You can then take protein powder uh, based on what flavor you want and put it in, mix it up with a spoon or straw, and have at it. Maybe if you're really fancy, you have your own frother and you stick that guy in, press the button, one, two, three, and bam, it is mixed up oh so quickly. You can also use whatever flavor it is that you want. There are pumpkin spice uh, protein powders out there. Mix that in if you want to. 
if you're like me, and I'm sorry, please don't uh, turn off this episode, but I absolutely hate pumpkin spice flavored anything. Give me a pumpkin spice candle and I'm one happy girl, but uh, latte of some sort, not so much. However, if I take my black coffee and I mix in a vanilla protein powder, I sometimes mix in like a cinnamon toast crunch protein powder. A peanut protein powder in coffee is so good. Um, That will still give you that latte-like taste. Yet you're not adding in any milk. Uh, You're not adding in any of the sugary processed syrups, etc. Other ways that you can get creative are basically going to challenge you to step out of the comfort zone of the social norms. So for coffee, let's say you did go to something like Starbucks or you support your favorite local shop, you get a black cup, you can have a little Ziploc bag of your protein powder. Yes, that's going to make you look like, look like a drug dealer that is pouring some powder into the coffee, but so be it. Who cares, right? You can also, though, wait to do it in your car. I get it. Maybe you feel a little self-conscious. That's cool. Other ways that we can be creative, though, would be adding something like, let's stick with protein powder, to your smoothies, to oats, to cottage cheese or yogurt, and even to pancakes, which if you follow my personal account, you then know that I try my hardest to eat pancakes every Wednesday with Matt, which I don't think I've mentioned. He's the fiance, but uh, Wednesdays are normally our day when we can sleep in. A lot of times I work on the weekends, so we don't get to sleep in then. So I try to catch some extra Z's on Wednesday morning and we wake up and make some awesome pancakes. Here is how we get all of the protein in. Whenever I say all, we are normally just under 50 grams of protein with uh, three pancakes, three for each of us. And I would say they're about like the size of my, maybe bigger than my palm, just a little bit. They're, They're decent size. So we use Kodiak cakes, which they are a protein uh, pancake mix, meaning that there's already some protein in that guy. We will also then mix in uh, some eggs, so we get some protein from there. We put protein powder straight into the batter itself. And then we also put non-fat Greek yogurt on top of the pancake. So rather than using syrup, Put it on top of your pancake and smear it around like it's an icing. If the pancake is really hot, your non-fat Greek yogurt is actually going to almost like harden onto the pancake a little bit. Think of it like a black and white cookie. It won't harden that much, but I think you're going to catch my drift as to what it'll look like. So be comfortable with getting creative with how you mix your protein in. I'm then going to switch to our next one, number six, which is supplements are okay. I obviously just listed off getting creative by using a supplement, protein powder. That is totally fine. My best piece of advice here is to not overdo it. I'll talk about my personal nutrition. I try my hardest to eat uh, one protein bar and to consume one serving of protein powder a day. Now, there are times whenever I actually want a second protein bar, especially if I really sucked at prepping 
and I am on the go. I don't have time to make food and I'm just like, oh, this actually sounds good. I just want this peanut butter protein bar. I literally take a moment to be like, no, Danielle, look in your fridge or the freezer. You have options. Find something. Eat a wholesome, yummy protein source. Do not go back to eating another supplement. Your body needs wholesome foods. So again, trying not to get in more than I would say two servings of it is a good rule of thumb. Now our last tip, number seven, is to not follow by the label. So whenever it comes to protein, specifically a lean protein source, I recommend trying to double up the protein if you need. I almost always eat a salad for lunch. It's an easy way for me to control what I am consuming, an easy way for me to get veggies in, which if you don't know, I'm a very big fan of. And uh, it's you can very easily also add in protein. I usually add in a deli meat. I get a lot of sliced turkey. As I said earlier, I buy for an army. <laughs> Uh, and I try to get more than one type. So maybe I'll get a honey glazed, uh, an oven roasted, whatever it may be. Now, if you follow by one serving, that is normally two slices of turkey, and that's going to get you roughly 11 to 12 grams, depends on uh, what brand you're looking at. And that's not that much. If I'm telling you to try to get 20 grams of protein a meal, then you're screwed. Because mixing that in, like what I do with a salad, you're probably not going to be getting much protein from, let's say, your veggies. So double it up. If you look at the calories and everything on something like two slices of deli turkey meat, you're looking at about 50 to 60 calories, which overall is nothing, absolutely nothing. So add more in. Every morning, whenever I use egg whites, I cannot tell you the last time that I ate something as small as one serving of egg whites. Double that guy up. And guess what? It works in the opposite way as well. So as you heard me talk about earlier, my breakfast wrap, I use about 10 grams of hummus on my breakfast wrap, meaning I use less than half of a serving of hummus. One full serving is normally going to be anywhere from 28 to 30 grams. I use less than half. I spread it throughout my little tortilla and that tastes phenomenal to me. I'm not saying that you have to take away something that you like, but for me, I can still taste the hummus. I taste it perfectly fine. It's just not smothered with it and that's okay for me. I like the taste of it. Just like you don't have to double up your, let's say, turkey slices. Maybe you add in something like egg whites into your salad. Just like what I did for the coffee in and uh, protein mixture. Don't knock it until you try it if you have not added egg whites into your salad. Very similar to adding in a hard-boiled egg. You see that at restaurants and stuff a lot. If you're looking for a lean protein source, add in your pre-made egg whites to your salad and bam, I bet you your protein number is going to go up and you'll be a lot closer to hitting your goal for the day. So to recap, let's go over just a quick one through seven. Number one is to start your day with a nice, good, solid serving of protein. 
Number two is to eat it in every meal or snack. Number three, prep your protein. Number four, convenient options are dope. Number five, get creative. Number six, supplements are okay. And number seven, don't follow the label. As always, if you found any value here, please, please, please do me a favor. Take a screenshot of what you're listening to right now. Screenshot of your phone. Open up Instagram. Share it to your story and tag at caffeinated yogi talks or at Danielle the Yogi. Both of those links are in the show notes, as well as the link to sign up for one on one nutrition coaching. Again, if you use the code TCY921, that is going to save you at least for these next few days if you're listening to this on launch date, so that you and I can work together one on one to get you your nutrition in check. As always, thank you so, so, so much for listening. It truly means the world to me, and I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Until then, though, namaste and slay boothang.